0: Well, hi and welcome to Practice Makes Parent, where we understand it's not about perfection, but about transformation. I'm Dr. Danny Huerta.
1: And I'm Rebecca St. James. And today we are talking about building resilience in our girls, which can be so hard in a culture that does not support that idea. It supports easy and Mm -hmm. right now and wanting it exactly how we want it and when we want it. So I know with our girls, we're trying to celebrate around the table when we reflect on our day is what was a high moment in the day. And then was what was something hard that you did today that you you did um, and that you conquered that fear or you conquered that That's hard good. thing and teaching our, our kids that they can do hard things. And it's teaching that resilience. And mm. and so um I, I think it's a really important thing that we have to be intentional about, Danny, right? Because it right. just doesn't come naturally in our culture.
0: Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. And as parents, it can be hard to help build resilience in our girls with a culture, as you were saying, that encourages them to f- go to whatever feels good, yep. whatever feels right, whatever's fun, whatever's easy. Yep. And as parents, we got to be aware of that, that it's uh, we get to teach about resilience and to model that. Let's create opportunities for our girls to grow and challenge them to... To think through tough topics, as you guys are saying, what did you wrestle with? What do you struggle with? I know with with my daughter, uh, Lexi, as I've talked about on the show quite a bit, uh, I've consistently taught her that there's always a solution to everything, including death. Mm. Jesus died and rose again, and there's a solution to that. There's a solution to everything. And Paul got that in Scripture. We see that. He says, hey, what can man do to me?
1: Mm. He says, uh,
0: you know, if I die I'm in heaven, it's great. And if I live, I'm as Christ. And so uh here I am. And I uh, when she asks for help usually I'll say, Hey, did you try first?
1: Yes. Uh, and how did good. that go? And yes. if she
0: didn't, I go, Well you try first and then I'd love to help beyond yes. that and and I usually do that with a smile, playful smile. Yeah, when she's tempted to take the easy road, I go, Wait a minute, wait a minute, let's Let's rewind, and I want you to try this.
1: We do that with spelling, too, with homeschooling. Oh, do you like, my, my daughter will be like, how do you spell that word? Okay, did you try first? You, you try first. You give yeah. it a shot. Yeah.
0: I can do hard things. <laughs> That's so good to be able to do that. and My daughter was, uh, just a couple of days ago, she was saying, Dad, you would not let us quit. You would say, mm. you know what? We don't quit. Mm. We try and try, and we give it our best shot, but you don't just quit. Yeah. And she said, I still remember that as a little girl when you said that. And that that helped me think through when I wanted to quit that we just don't do that
1: yeah, in our own.
0: Yeah. And uh, I didn't know that stuck with her. Well, it's that was resilience.
1: Great. You were teaching it her is. resilience really early on when before was that a was like a, a key word.
0: And it was, I had yeah. kind of forgotten that, but she yeah. brought that up here at, at 18. So our kids remember our words. and. Just remember as parents, you're not alone and you get to model this resilience. Find other parents who are willing to support you because it's part of this resilience, being able to have the ability to ask for help. And that does not make you non-resilient. Right. That actually shows that in your weakness, you're strengthened. And as you have these conversations with your daughters, show them that, that in that community, they can find a strengthening. And there are many programs, as we'll find out here with Patty, that you can get your girls involved in that will challenge them and encourage them to follow Christ in their everyday lives. I love Joshua 1 and 2. It says, now, therefore, rise. And then John 14 says, arise, let us go from here. Wow. So Jesus is giving his disciples that ability to be resilient and us as parents, we get to teach that with our kids as well.
1: I love that. I love that call to rise as parents and that we're modeling it for our kids. It's so good. I think the key too is having tough conversations with our kids, you know, not shying away from some of those things that are even difficult for us. We're just saying, Hey, we, there's a resilience that we have and a strength in our parenting because we're not shying away from the hard things. Hmm. And when they see that we're willing to talk about cultural issues They won't shy away from them as much either. Uh, We've got some really great segments coming up. Uh, Mm. Later on, we're going to hear a question from one of our listeners who wants to know how she can talk to her preteen daughter about sexual identity. It's a big one.
0: That's a big question.
1: Yeah. But first, we had a great conversation with Patty Garibay, the founder of American Heritage Girls, about the importance of teaching truth to our daughters. She's an author and a speaker with some great insights. So let's listen to the conversation that we had with Patty.
0: With American Heritage Girls, how do, you, how do you guys talk about building resilience in our daughters? What does that look like with what you guys have talked about? Because that's part of the foundation to this, right? Building resilience in a variety of ways with young women.
2: It is such a pivotal piece. And I'll be honest with you, when Rebecca and Danny, when we started AHG, the big the big issues confronting girls in the nineties were the body issues, bullying, things like that now this is a whole nother level of crazy right and honestly this Mm. this, the anxiety and the resilience and the loneliness are the really key issues yes body image still is in there and now we've got the confusion around gender we have all of these things going on for girls but the key thing is you know instant gratification is up and resilience is down and and a lot of that has to do with a girl's reliance on the internet and how much time they're spending online no longer does a girl mm-hmm. need to go ask mom or grandma about how something's done they she simply needs to check it out on YouTube or TikTok and figure it out you know so we're really suffering from this lack of resilience, and and girls are afraid to do hard things because they're used to that easy button. But what I love about what HG Mm. is doing is it's offering a goals-oriented ministry that helps them to set goals that aren't easy, but they're worth it. And we all know that hard things are the ones that we learn the most from.
1: Mm. Well, and I love that you guys are addressing kind of the loneliness and the isolation that almost like fake online community can create, because I hear you just saying that when you, when there's so much draw to online, 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 and liking this and liking that and being engaged on that level, but it's not a tangible connection with another human being in real life. And the fact that you're providing community for these girls, you're providing other friendships and other mentors. That can kind of tamp down that loneliness that is so pervasive in our culture. You also teach something else called Grit with Grace um, to the girls in the program. Can you explain that? It sounds amazing.
2: Well, I, I just love that title. I mean, not only does it ring true, but Grit, you know, being, of course, that resilience piece that Danny spoke about, but Grit also stands for Girls Rooted in Truth. When you know truth, and this is a big problem that we have, of course, in our country today, is the lack of a biblical worldview. Girls don't understand the Bible. They don't understand that it's relevant and it resonates with today because guess what? Their parents don't know that. So we've got a real crisis um, generationally around this. But what we're trying to teach them is... Biblical worldview, and how to deliver the truth with grace, like biblical femininity. We don't have to be bombastic, yell it from the rooftops, but rather we do it in a gentle way that is fitting of our spirit.
0: Mm. What does that look like, Patty? Give us an example or two, if you can, on that grace-filled way to bring such big topics. That can be hard for parents to do, depending on your personality, right?
1: And hard for parents to teach to their girls, yeah.
2: Oh, it's, you know, it, it's so interesting because, you know, we we tend to be a reactive society. And I think, again, social media and Internet has done that to us. But even as parents, we react. And when we start to freak out when our girl comes to us with a concern or, you know, maybe even gender confusion and we freak out, that's the worst thing to do because they'll never come back and they'll never speak to you about it again because yeah. you freaked yeah. out. I'm upsetting mom. I can't talk to her. So instead, what I think we need to do is to get ahead of these issues. And these e-books that American Heritage Girls is offering that that really deal with things like gender confusion or fear and anxiety or even biblical worldview and most recently, War and Conflict, we have an e-book on that. Let's get ahead of these issues. Talk with our daughters about it. Let them know you have some knowledge, that you are not perfect, that you don't know all of it, but when you have a little bit of knowledge, you're going to be more likely to come to you rather than go to the internet. And please do not freak mm. out. Stop, drop, and pray is what I say. <laughs> um, that, that's, that's the key thing. Good. Is, you know, we, we, we've got to take that deep breath and, and not let yes. our emotions take over. And that's what's happening really in today's society. The kiddos are allowing their emotions to take over and make big decisions that will affect the rest of their lives.
0: Yeah. So let's say, for example, for instance, I mean, you guys actually address big mental health issues. Let's say a daughter comes to a mom or dad uh, and says, I- I'm really struggling with my weight. Body image issues are a big deal. Mm-hmm. How does a mom or dad validate their daughter and step in in a helpful way with that daughter? She's wrestling with something very real in her mind.
2: Mm, that's a great question. And I think one of the things that we need to do with that kind of a question is look at our own lives. Are we as a mom showing obsession with our own weight? Are we making fun of ourselves for being overweight? Are we complaining in front of our daughter? Are we putting those seeds of doubt into our own daughter's mind by our modeling? And this sounds easy, but Mm. it's not. It's so hard, especially as a woman, because we do tend to obsess a little bit around that, and we shouldn't because God has made us just in His image, and that is where we need to really find our worth. And so going back, modeling, talking to your daughter about what God says she is, and to Mm -hmm. not—weight is important in, in regards to health. And that is the only thing that's important right. about. If if, a, if your daughter is obese yep. and she's actually going to have health issues versus she's a little overweight and that's just okay. The Lord loves her all the same and she right. still has the power and for purpose and influence, right? It doesn't matter. But what are yes. you modeling yes. as a mom? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: When I think of the scripture, man looks at the outer appearance, but God looks at the heart, like encouraging our kids that, The heart is what matters. Like Where you're growing in your relationship with Jesus, where you're growing in character, that's the stuff that is primary. I love that. Um, American Heritage Girls doesn't just want to equip the girls in the program, right? You really have a focus on equipping parents. How does that actually... Play out for you guys?
2: You know, first and foremost, it's community. You know, we just talked about the lack mm-hmm. of community and the, the epidemic of loneliness. And, you know, what I found was interesting is there there's a um, study by Rulan Reports that says 61% of young people ages 18 to 25 feel miserable degrees of loneliness. 61%. Well, it's not just those young adults, it's also <sighs> us adults. We're feeling lonely. You know, we're running into our houses and we're closing our garage doors. We aren't sitting out on the front porch. We're not doing community anymore. And so this loneliness mm. thing is affecting us as adults. It's affecting our parenting. It's affecting our mental health. So what do we need? But we need friends. And that's why it's so important. American Heritage Girls offers this cool, we call it HG family for a reason. It offers this kind of connectedness that our Parents are striving and thriving and wanting. Here's the deal. If we feel alone in our parenting, and we do these days, Christians are a remnant. Let's face it. This is a post-modern culture. Christianity is not the cool thing. But when we find others that believe like we do, suddenly we are strengthened, right? We are like Moses holding up his arms with the Amalekites. We need our friends next to us, our errands and our hers. And that's what you'll find in HG.
1: Wow, that was such a powerful conversation with Patty. And if we want to see change in our kids, it has to start with us. We have to be intentional about sharing truth with them and be willing to have tough conversations. Such a great reminder, Danny.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of key takeaways from this conversation with Patty. And one of them is that our girls need to know that the culture shouldn't dictate how they act. Yeah. And uh, some personalities are... More in line with that phrase or that that thought, that takeaway, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, than others. And we need to take opportunities to share the truth with our daughters and help them be counter-cultural. Yeah. And that's not rebellious, right? We need to help them see that and not shy away from tough topics themselves Mm -hmm. and us as parents, not shying away from anything that that comes into that invitation of conversation with them and instead embrace those conversations. Yeah as opportunities to learn more about our daughters and also to be able to bring that truth that she was talking about. And then we need to be looking for support from other parents who are in the same places as we are and and then figure out together how you can best support or how we can best support our kids, our daughters in the places that they're in and to mature in their faith, in their emotional world, in their relational world, just to mature, to show that it's a process of growth Rather than a process of perfection, mm. or needing to perform a certain way, or needing to gain acceptance or popularity, mm-hmm. this is all about growth in uh, in their relationships with other people, yep. but also in the relationship with Christ.
1: Yeah, and in their character. And it's not about you know them just living up to these expectations that we have of them. It's actually about they are loved unconditionally by us, and they mm. feel safe in that love. But that's also why we want them to take on responsibility you know. Um, And if you are listening and you would like to learn more about American Heritage Girls and how to encourage resilience in our girls, you can get a copy of Patty's book, Why Curse the Darkness When You Can Light a Candle. We have that here at Focus on the Family available for a gift of any amount. This podcast is possible because of your financial support. So please donate and get the book today. All the details are in the show notes. Well, it's time for our weekly Q&A. This week's question comes from a mom named Nicole, who asked, My preteen daughter came home from school and started asking questions about what it means to be transgender. A girl in her class is transitioning. How do I approach a conversation like that? I have no idea what to say. Wow, Danny, here you go. <laughs> you the tough questions one for the Our daughters ask, right? I'm not right? that, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I
0: remember some tough questions that my daughters asked. But, Nicole, thank you so much for sharing this question with us, and we can join you in this conversation with your daughter. Uh, it's an important one. Uh, and just the fact that your daughter asked the question is a gift. Yes. Right? It shows that... That relationship yes, is, the is close, is, is really in a place where you can bring truth in, yep. in important places. Yep. And there's a lot of complexity behind the behavior. And that's what you want to share with your daughter, first of all. there's It's not just, hey, she's transitioning and here's the answer. There's a lot behind that. And so you want to help your daughter look at this through a lens of compassion, this situation she faces, and understanding that there's a lot to it. There could be trauma, there could be pain. uh, There could be uh, just some confusion that's happening and most likely there is. I mean, we know that. Mm. Uh, And so to, to enter that without judgment, but more this compassionate, uh, sense of, of knowing that this girl longs to be loved, to feel wanted by other people. And this is where she's going in that pain. Yeah. And that's where the behavior going. Enter into that with your daughter. Say, hey, we can pray for her. Yes. Let's do that. And as you're seeing her transition, know that there are deeper things. So if you are in conversation with this girl in your class mm-hmm. Ask her deeper questions. Hmm. Hey, tell me about your family. Hmm. Tell me what are the places that have been hard for you yeah. and how have you gotten through that? And you'll learn more about her rather than getting stuck on this behavior of, of coping. And one of the things that, uh, that I've talked to my kids about is that there's an empty pursuit to this. There's a pursuit for something they think they're going to get through the transitioning and over and over again, and we see this with statistics as well, that there's a lot of pain on the other end. Even after the transitioning, we see that they don't get what they were looking for, and there's more pain, there's a higher suicide rate within yeah. this population. Yeah. And the transitioning itself does not solve the deeper issues. No. And so for our kids, as they're uh, interacting with other kids that are talking about the topic, or with kids that are in the middle of that uh, transitioning phase, we want to help them bring God's love into the conversation, yes. but God's truth as well. Yes, There are other ways to handle pain that comes into your life. There's, mm. There are different ways to handle the trauma. And then to ask them questions, hey, tell me more about the specialness of who you are. Mm. What are some of the things that you know from an early age, people told you you're good at or who you are. And they may say, no one's ever told me that I'm good at something. Mm. Well, that gives you a ton of information yeah, because there's an emptiness there of not having a reflection of who God created them to be. And so they want to be somebody else. And so this is a complex topic. Very complex. And one that uh, you want to continue to open up and continue the dialogue with your daughter as you go through the teen years, the preteen years. and. Potentially into adulthood. It's not a conversation that just goes away.
1: Yes. Thank you, Danny, for sharing um, so much valuable truth for me because, you know, our kids are uh, 10 and under. And so we're moving into times in our lives where a lot of these questions are going to come up. And mm-hmm. this is so valuable for me right now as a parent and for everybody listening. So thank you for that. And I just hear you saying, let's always even if people are different and we could be tempted to be scared of the differences or that's so far and I don't understand it so I'm gonna pull away. What I hear you saying is let's show the love and the kindness and the compassion of Jesus because it's a moment where we can really minister to people Mm. that are in a time of confusion and and show his love and kindness. And really
0: with younger kids, you can ask them, Hey, what do you know so far?
1: That's good. When they ask the question,
0: tell me what you know so far so that I can meet you where you're at. And and probably keeping it simple too. Not too much. Not too much. Yes.
1: Well, thank you to Nicole for your question. We really appreciate it. And if you have a question for us, please send it in. We'd love to answer it. Click the link in the show notes or go to practicemakesparent.com and click the button on the side of our show page to submit a voicemail.
3: And
0: we hope that this episode gave you the practical steps you need to begin to build resilience in your girls.
1: Yeah, Danny, it's such an important and key topic in our day and age, and that's why we love doing this podcast. It's a joy because our goal is to equip parents like you with practical tools that you can use in your everyday life with your kids. Thank you so much for listening.
0: I'm Dr. Danny Huerta.
1: And I'm Rebecca St. James. Join us next week for more tips for transforming your parenting on Practice Makes Parent.
3: Your kids are unique, and so are you. You have your strengths as a parent and areas of growth, too. Find out what they are by taking the seven traits of effective parenting assessment from Focus on the Family. Find out how you're doing on traits like gratitude, grace, and other research-backed traits. When you're done, we'll give you a detailed PDF with several pages of content on how to use your unique strengths and how to work on your areas of growth. This simple framework shows you how to be an effective mom or dad in daily family life, a parent who recognizes your imperfections and finds ways to thrive. You'll also get access to other resources from Focus on the Family to help you keep growing into the best parent for your kids. It only takes a few minutes to boost your parenting. Take the seven traits of effective parenting assessment at ParentingTraits.com. That's ParentingTraits.com.